The aging process. Normal aging affects all physiological processes. Subtle, irreversible changes in the function of most organs can be shown to occur by the third or fourth decades of life, with progressive deterioration of pathological changes from one or more Ill diseases encountered with increased prevalence in the older age group. Cardiovascular system. Cardiac output decreases linear, linearly after the third decade at about a rate of 1% per year in normal subjects otherwise free of cardiac disease. Due to the small decrease in the surface area with the age, the cardiac index falls slightly slower than a rate of 0.79% per year. The cardiac output of an 80-year-old subject is approximately half of that of a 20-year-old. The basis for this decrease in cardiac function is unknown but may relate to one of several factors. First, sentient cardiac muscle has decreased inotropic response to catecholamines, both endogenous and, exo and exogenous. And therefore, or perhaps of the most clinical significance is decreased response to cardiac glycosides. Second, with aging, there's an associated increase in diastolic and systolic myocardial stiffness, perhaps due to increased interstitial fibrosis of the myocardium. Third, there is a progressive stiffening of arteries with age, particularly in the thoracic aorta, leading to increased afterload of the heart. And finally, in an autopsy studies, it shows as many as 78% of subjects older than 70 have been shown to have amyloid deposits in the myocardium, predominantly in the atrium, but also in the ventricles and pulmonary vessels. When amyloid is present in ventricles and vessels, it may lead to congestive heart failure, often with conduction deficits. Cardiac amyloidosis may be a, one of the relative contraindications to treatment with digoxin since there appears to be an increased risk of arrhythmias. Hypertension. A progressive increase in blood pressure after the first decade of life has long been regarded as the normal consequence of aging and was the basis for ignoring the presence of hypertension in the elderly. Only in the past decade or so have prospective studies provided evidence of the grave potence of, potence of hypertension for the older age group as well as the young and the potential preventative value of early treatment. The, the elevation with age is more pronounced for systolic than diastolic pressure. When hypertension is defined as systolic blood pressure greater than 160 millimeters of mercury and simultaneously a diastolic of greater than 95 millimeters of mercury, approximately 16% of the general adult population is hypertensive, but about 50% of those over 65 are hypertensive. Arteriosclerosis and coronary artery disease. Thickening of the walls of the arteries with hyperplasia and intima collagenization of the media and accumulation of calcium phosphate and elastic fibers progressively occurs with aging. Respiratory system. Lung volume. A linear decrease in vital capacity is found that amounts to the decrement of 26 milliliters per year for men and 22 milliliters for women starting at age 20. The total lung capacity remains constant. However, there's a residual volume increases with age. The ratio of residual volume to total lung capacity is about 20% at age 20 and increases to 35% by age 60, with most of this increase in reserve volume total lung capacity occurring after age 40 in most studies the functional reserve capacity also increases although not as rapidly as the residual volume gas exchange although alveolar oxygen tension remains constant with age arterial pressure oxygen pressure shows a progressive decrease thus increasing alveolar oxygen difference most of this decrease is in the arterial oxygen pressure result from the mismatch of ventilation and perfusion the elastic recoil of the lungs decreases with age and thus there is a greater tendency for airways to collapse. This is measured as an increase in closing volume which increases linearly at, by, about the, by the age of 20. 
Airway closure occurs predominantly in the dependent zones of the lungs and in the upright position. This will result in a ventilation-perfusion mismatch because more perfusion occurs in the lower lobes. Although an age-related decrease in carbon dioxide diffusing capacity has been shown, it is unclear whether this contributes to the reduction of arterial oxygen pressure. Infections. It is well known that elderly patients have pronounced increase in incidence of pneumonia, both bacterial and viral, compared with younger persons. Although much of this may be due to a general depression of the immune system function, other more specific factors play a role. Pneumonia generally results from aspiration of oral pharyngeal secretion, such as aspiration, appears more frequent in the elderly. Perhaps of even greater importance, the normal mechanical clearing of the tracheobronchial tree by the mucociliary apparatus is significantly slower in non-smoking older persons than in their younger counterparts. Finally, due perhaps to poor hygiene, a decreased flow of or difficulty with swallowing, older persons have a higher rate of colonization of, in the, of the oropharynx with gram-negative bacilli than do younger people. Gen genitourinary system. Kidneys. A gradual increase in the volume and weight of the kidneys occurs with aging so that by the ninth decade, renal size is about 90% of that of the third decade. Bladder. Urinary incontinence has been found in 17% of men and 23% in women older than 65 years old. In about half the women and a fifth of the men, this was due to stress incontinence alone. The capacity of the bladder decreases with age from 500 to 600 milliliters in persons younger than 65 to 250 to 600 milliliters for those older than 65. Perhaps more importantly, in younger persons, the sensation of needing to void occurs when the bladder is more a little more than half full, but in many they are older, the sensation occurs much later and sometimes not at all, leading to overflow incontinence. These changes occur be due to the change in the central nervous system disease rather than bladder dysfunction. Prostate. Enlargement of the prostate occurs in uh, mostly in older men. By the age of 80, more than 90% of men have symptomatic prostatic hyperplasia with varying degrees of bladder, neck obstruction, and urinary retention. Prostate surgery is required in 5 to 10% of all men at some time. Gastrointestinal system. Esophagus. Age-related changes of esophageal function, so-called presbyesophagus, are due primarily to disturbances of the esophageal motility. The esophagus in an older person may have a decreased peristaltic response, an increased non-peristaltic response, a delayed transit time, or a decreased relaxation of the lower sphincter on swallowing. The decrease in peristalsis and delay in transit time may lead to dysphagia with voluntary curtailment of caloric consumption. Non-peristaltic contractions are found almost exclusively in the elderly. They occur in the lower th two-thirds of the esophagus and are the cause of corkscrew esophagus seen in barium swallow studies. Decreased relaxation of the lower esophageal sphincter on swallowing is the basis of achalasia and is more common in elderly population. Stomach. The incidence of atropic gastritis in increases significantly with age. In a Scandinavian study, approximately 40% of, of apparently healthy subjects older than 65 have ev evidence of atropic gastritis. At present, atropic gastritis can be divided into type A, which is confined to the body and fundus, sparing the antrum, and type B, which is associated with atrophy of both the antral and fundic glands. Colon. A decrease in intestinal motility occurs with age. The colon becomes hypotonic, which leads to increased storage capacity, longer stool transit time, and greater stool dehydration. These are all etiologic factors in the chronic constipation that plagues the aged. 
Laxative abuse therefore results and is the most common cause of diarrhea in the elderly. A high-fiber diet is the treatment of choice and can, and can best be achieved by prescribing a diet rich in bran. Whether or not constipation is an etiologic factor in diverticulosis remains unclear, but age certainly is. Diverticula are commonly below the age of 40, but steadily increase. Thereafter, nearly 50% of those older than 80 have diverticulosis. Symptoms are present in only 20% to 25% of those who are affected, and severe disease with inflammation and bleeding occurs in much smaller number. Sphincter control. Loss of control of the internal and external anal sphincters in the elderly in the presence of essentially normal cognitive function is a, is a most emotion, emotionally traumatic and demeaning experience. The, res, the resulting fecal incontinence is one of the major causes for admission of many other otherwise healthy persons to long-term care facilities. Recent studies have shown to be the cause of the loss of tone of the external rectal sphincter. Biofeedback techniques allowed the regaining of the sphincter and bowel control in as many as 70% of a group of patients studied. Liver and biliary tract. The liver decreases by weight by as much as 20% after the age of 50, but perhaps because of its large reserve capacity, this attrition is not reflected by a decrease in the usual liver function tests. Although tests of liver function show little or no change with age, a large number of drugs such as diazepam and anaprene are known to be metabolized more slowly in the liver in the elderly. This alteration in hepatic drug metabolism may be due to decrease in the appearance amount or distribution of the smooth endoplasmic reticulum. Biliary tract disease incidence of cholelithiasis increases greatly with age. In a large autopsy series of subjects older than 70 years, 30% had gallstones and another 5% had previously had a cholecystectomy. In general, surgical operation is indicated in patients with gallstones, even if asymptomatic, since the risk of complications in an elderly patient is greater than the risk of an operation. Endocrine system. Glucose homeostasis. Increasing age results in a progressive deterioration in the number and function of insulin-producing beta cells. The capacity of these cells to recognize and respond to changes in glucose concentration is impaired. In elderly subjects, a greater proportion of insulin released into the circulation in response to a glucose challenge is the form of an inactive precursor proinsulin than their younger counterparts. Of perhaps even greater importance is the development of a progressive peripheral insulin resistance with age. Compared with younger persons, the elderly have a relative decrease in lean body mass and a relative increase in adiposity. Although diabetic ketoacidosis and lactic acidosis are uncommon in elderly diabetic persons, hyperosmolar non-ketonic coma occurs with some frequency. As already discussed, there is a decrease in the renal concentrating function with age as well as decrease in the maximal reabsorption of glucose. Thus, even mild hyperglycemia may lead to osmotic diuresis. This will cause further hyperglycemia and ultimately dehydration. The dehydration may lead to vascular insufficiency in elderly patients and they may become obtunded and refuse to drink. Rapid progression to coma may then ensue. The syndrome is frequently precipitated or exacerbated by a myocardial infarction, pneumonia, or urinary tract infection. Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a skeletal disorder characterized by a decrease in bone mass, which may result in mechanical failure of the skeleton. The decrease in bone mass is an age-related phenomenon. Beginning in the fourth decade, there is a linear decline in bone mass at a rate of about 10% per decade for women and 5% per decade for men. Thus, in the 8th and 9th decades, 30% to 50% of skeletal mass may be lost. 
The decrease in bone mass is due to a relative increase in bone resorption over formation, but the basis is unknown. Hormonal factors certainly play a role since women are more susceptible than men and the rate of development of osteoporosis in women accelerates after menopause. Moreover, a low-dose estrogen therapy can attest or retard bone loss if begun shortly after menopause. Menopause. Nowhere are the development of age-related changes more apparent than in the human female. Menopause occurs because of the disappearance of oocytes from the ovary through ovulation and atresia. Little is understood about the process of ovarian atresia and whether it is due to the primary ovarian failure or secondary to hypothalamic pituitary changes. Several consequences of the menopause deserve mention. First is the vasomotor inability or hot flashes. Two-thirds to three-quarters of menopausal women will experience flushing, with 80% having these symptoms for longer than one year, or 25 to 50% for more than five years. Changes in skin temperature, skin resistance, core temperature, and pulse rate occur during the flush. Besides being a major disturbance while women are awake, hot flashes may occur during sleep, leading to waking episodes. Insomnia with possible physiologic and psychologic disturbances may thus result. It is well known that arteriosclerotic cardiovascular disease is unusual in women before menopause. The precise protective mechanism of ovarian functions is not known, but premenopausal women have a higher ratio of high-density lipoproteins to low-density lipoproteins than do most postmenopausal women. Osteoporosis, with its relation to menopause, has already been discussed. Changes of the skin occur with age, and the recent demonstration of estrogen receptors in the skin of mice suggests that estrogens could have direct effects on aging of the skin. Skin. Epidermis. Atrophy of the epidermis occurs with age and is most pronounced in exposed areas, face, neck, upper part of the chest, and extensor surface of the hands and forearms. In addition to, to the thin thinning of the epidermis, there is notable flattening of the dermal e- epidermal junction and effacement of both dermal and papillae and the epidermal ready pegs. The turnover rate of cells in the stratum corneum decrease with age and persons older than 65. It takes 50% longer to re-epithelialize blistered skin than in young adults. The decrease in epithermal cell growth and division casually contribute to the increase in incidence of decubital ulcers in older adults. Dermis. Dermal collagen becomes stiffer and less pliable with age. Elastin is more cross-linked and has higher degree of calcification. These changes cause the skin to lose its tone and elasticity, resulting in sagging and wrinkling. An age-related decrease in the number of dermal blood vessels also develops. This relative ischemia of the skin may also pay a pathogenetic role in the development of decubital ulcers. Musculoskeletal system, muscle. The age-dependent decline of lean body mass is well known and primarily due to loss of atrophy of muscle cells. Some muscles, such as diaphragm, show few if any changes, while others, such as the soleus, show pronounced infiltration by collagen and fat. Age-related changes also occur in the innervation of muscle, but the exact pathologic process is not well understood. Degenerative joint disease occurs in 85% of persons over over age 70 years of age and is a major cause of disability. It affects both the peripheral and axial skeleton and is characterized by degeneration of cartilage, subchondral bone thickening, 
and eburation and remodeling of bone with formation of marginal spurs and subarticular bone cysts. Due to its predilection for weight-bearing joints, wear and tear-type mechanisms must be operative. When the degenerative changes are pronounced, pain can be severe, greatly limiting the activity status of the elderly patient. Fortunately, adequate drug and surgical treatments exist, but old people are truly restricted by their joints.